Kyoto Transmission and Repair uh, presents the Kyoto Eagles and the uh, Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa is powering the playoffs here on Round Guy Radio. They'll soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland. We've got Coach Stout with us of the Kyoto Eagles. Welcome to the program, Coach. Hey, thanks for having me on again. Oh, well, uh, you know, you, you wrapped up. You, you're, you're clear done, aren't you? Yep, season's over. We finished 21 and 0. 21 and 0. Um, uh, give me a couple minutes on just the last few games, you know. Uh, uh, how you feel like you finished? Are you tightened up? Is everything ready to roll? Yeah, I really thought our I thought our offense played really well, and against Sigourney, our defense really came out and played really well. I thought against those guys, and we really clamped them down. They they didn't shoot very well, but I also, I also thought that you know some of that has to do with a little bit of our defense. But I just thought um, offensively, we just we continued to keep things rolling. I mean, we're still scoring about seventy five to eighty points about every game, and and that just makes it um I mean, just. Our guys are just keep rotating in. Like against Sigourney, we they only played five guys, and and we were bringing in our eight or nine guys, and you could just kind of see it on their face every time. You know, you'd run for three or four minutes, and then we'd bring in fresh guys, and they're just, the same guys are sitting out there on the court, and, and I think it just really wore them down. And I think that's been a big, huge success for us all year long is is just the depth that we've had and the way the guys have just been able to keep playing together and and doing the things that we need to do to keep pulling off wins well uh you, you played well down the stretch you played consistently all year uh uh you won big games on the road when you had to uh uh you gotta you know there, there's a myriad of ways you could trip one night somewhere uh, uh and and get a loss which you did you came through with a perfect season uh i'm gonna point out a couple reasons and you tell me uh where i'm right or wrong but you know there, there's some things that your team has that other other teams don't have that are coming into the playoffs and one of that is, is it eight seniors or nine seniors you got? Yep, we have nine seniors on the team this year. So you got nine seniors. That's one thing that no no other team that I know has. Most teams are lucky to have two. Uh, all right, so you got, a, you're deeper. Uh, you know, uh, everybody, you know, at the beginning of the year knew that guys like uh, uh, McGuire would come off the bench and give you a lot of minutes. But Hayfley's come off uh, and give you a, a lot of good minutes. Um, the brand, Connor Strand, is really, I mean, he's taking his game to the next level, uh, becoming a big, serious threat while he's in there. Uh, Chase Aaron's come in and, and hit some stuff. Even uh, Ashton Thompson and uh, Bubby have come in there and knocked down threes uh, late in the game. Uh, uh, talk to me about your depth. Where, how, how big of a strength is your depth, and, and how much more depth do you have than the average team that you're going to play? Well, pretty much, you know, every game this year we've been able to go a lot deeper than everybody else. And the nice thing is, is when those kids, those other kids come in, like you talked about, Aiden McGuire and Chase Hayfley and Connor Strand. You know, they're the guys that get the most minutes of our of our subs. Um, we don't drop off any. Uh, like you said, Connor Strand is really really taken to his role of I'm going to rebound. Um, I'm going to put back shots that that I get underneath the basket. He's, he doesn't really look to say, hey, you got to give me the ball down in the post, but it's more, I'm going to get the offensive rebound, I'm going to put it back in, or I'm going to kick it back out. He's, he's picked up a couple assists this year, um, just being able to get a rebound, kick it back out to our shooters. And, you know, so I think he's really done a great job with 
accepting the role that he needs to do. He knows he's going to come in and breathe, give Evan a breather for about two minutes, a quarter, things like that. And and he's really he's really done a good job of of excelling at that role. Um, Chase Hafley comes in, kind of pretty much comes in for Tanner Waterhouse, and then we kind of rotate our guards around um, with Sawyer and Cole just to get a, you know a minute breather here and there. Um, and and then again, that another kid that just really um, has accepted his role. He, he's a he's a real true point guard. As he likes to try and pick up the assist rather than scoring as much. I'm younger. I mean, we played JV last year. He likes to do a lot of scoring, and I think next year that'll be one of his things that'll come back to him. Where he he's he's a score first point guard. Um, but right now he's taking the role as you know I'm gonna get some passes to some guys. If I have to knock down some shots, I will. So that's been great. Um, Aiden McGuire's come off the bench to relieve Billy and, and inside in our post game is just a, a great job of rebounding. But I think our depth is just like you said, we just, we got guys that come in and Chase Sheeran has really picked up his minutes here late in the year, but he'll knock down some three pointers when he comes in. Um, but his biggest thing, he needs to make sure he just continues to play good, solid, hard defense on guys. Um, Ashton, like you said, Ashton Thomas and Carson McDonald come in at the end and, and they're not afraid to shoot the ball. Um, and that's why I tell all the kids when they come in. Jace Kalupa comes in, um, Brody Griner, Isaac Striegel. You know, you, you, when you get your opportunity to play, you got to go make the most of it. It's 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 not our fault if we're way ahead of somebody. You got to keep playing. You got to keep scoring. And, and that's kind of the mentality we've taken with this. And I think the kids have really excelled at that. And our starting five guys, you know, we all – every one of them averages over eight points a game. Um you know, we got guys that can shoot the ball. We got guys that can run. We've really, we've really developed a, a really good system of what we got going on. And you know, and I think that's why we were, we were able to run the run the table there um, in the in the season. And you know, that's the first time we've done that since I think it's 2011. Yeah, 2011, the 11-12 season. We ended up being 23 and one. Um, so we ran the regular season there, got beat in the district final by Danville, which was a tough ball game when the Soak Up Twins were back in their days playing. And and so you know we're we're looking we're looking forward to this postseason run. You know nobody ever wants it to end, and we're hoping that we got we got the team. I mean, like I talked the other night to the kids, you know you you got to have a good team, you got to have you know talent, you got to play hard, and you got to have a little bit of luck, and you got to get a good draw and have a little bit of luck on your side, and and then you never know what happens. Um, so we're looking forward to the, We're really looking forward to this postseason run. We also got some big kids with, uh, you know, Strand and and Vivito and Billy Kindred. Uh, you got a lot of size and height down there, and you got a lot of present defensive presence under the basket as well as offensive presence, offensive and defensive rebounds. Um, how 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 about these bigger kids that you got? Um, how are they? I think I think they're going to match up pretty well uh, as the as the tournament progresses. Yeah, from the teams I've been looking at that we might run into, yeah, I think we're going to match up well with people. Um, but one big thing is, and we, our kids got basketball IQ. They played so much. I mean, Evan's done a great job. If a big kid comes out, he, I mean, he can step away from the basket 10 to 12 feet, and he can knock down those shots consistently. Um, then if their big kids come out on us, out on him, you know, he can drive around. He's quick enough to drive around them. Um, strong kid inside. And like you said, Billy, Billy, Kendra just, was has done a great job this year rebounding. He um, 
he had, you know, set the school record the other night with 20 rebounds in a game, and, and, you know, that's a heck of an accomplishment to do that, and that was against Iowa Valley, who had a 6'7 kid inside, too, so, you know, he just, he's done the things that he's needed to do all year long, he can, he's a tough matchup for teams, he can score down low, he can step out, shoot the three-pointer, um, so, that, you know, that's really good from a big kid, um, but, you know, I, I kind of look at, he plays, he's a guard mentality with a 6'4 body, so that's nice to see, and, never know he might grow another couple inches here by next year so we're so i'm looking forward to hopefully seeing that and and then like you said we got connor strand and we've you know we've talked about him and nate mcguire that come off the bench and they really do a good job and and then you got to kind of throw our point guard in down there too cole kendrick goes down inside and he gets rebounds and he's a big kid too yeah he's i mean he's not a small kid he's a strong kid he's he's really worked on his on his strength and and conditioning and things and he does it, you know. He goes down and battles with everybody as much as he can. And, and there you go. That, and then that leads our fast break because we got Sawyer. Every time we the shots going up, Sawyer's already at half court, and we get the rebound. And boom, we got a layup, and it just it just makes things things go. And then Tanner's been able to do some of those things too. And you know, it just it's worked really well. It's been a good formula for us. I mean, teams are even trying to get back on us, and and we just they just can't because we got. You know, we got such an advantage, and those kids have worked hard on getting the ball out fast and, and really going. I mean, our goal is to get a shot up here within about the first 10 seconds of the shot clock and cause, because we want we want, we want want a lot of possessions. We want a lot of shot, shot opportunities. And I think probably our biggest thing that's really helped us be able to be successful this year is the fact that we haven't turned the ball over very much in the games. Yeah, you know, you haven't. Uh, um, and you got that fast pace, and you got great guards, and you got bigs, and you got the bench. That's a lot. Uh, and you shoot great, too. Well, let's talk a little real quick about the playoffs. Let our listeners know what bracket you're in. I know you're a number one seed. Uh, um, let's talk about who's in it who you, and, and who you're going to play. I know you, you're going to play uh, uh, the winner of a play-in game, I believe. Yeah, you're right. We are um, We're in the district. I think it's sub-state six is what we are, district uh, 11. Um, we are the number one seed. We'll play the winner of English Valleys and Meskwaki Settlement. They play Friday night. Then we'll turn around on Monday and play them in Kyoto at 7 o'clock. Um, on our side of the bracket is North Tama and BGM. They're the four and five seeds. Uh, then we got Gladbrook, Rhinebeck, uh, HLV, Bell Plain, and Iowa Valley on the bottom side. So if if brackets go as they're, they're printed out by what the state does, uh, obviously it would be us playing – uh, North Tama in round two, which would be Thursday night, the 15th of February, and Gladbrook Rhinebeck playing Bell Plain, Iowa Valley, whatever comes out of there. Um, and then the district final game moves us to February 20th, and that's at Benton High School. And then if we're fortunate enough to make to a sub-state game, that would be on the 24th, a Saturday night of February, and that game would be at Waterloo East High School against the winner of Substate 7, um, District 14. Or no, I'm sorry, District 12, Substate 6. Who's the number one of that district? Uh, Key of Lansing. <coughs> and okay. And South Winnesheek is the number two seed. So, I mean, I mean, this is a, this is a sub-state that really stretches a long way across the state of Iowa because <laughs> we're down here in southeast Iowa, and Lansing Key is up there, getting up there pretty far north. I think they got, I think one of their district final game might be a walk-on or something. Wow. So, well, I mean, I think the state, I mean, obviously they set things up this year. They said they were going to try and split the top teams in the state away from each other. You know, they're, they're trying to get the, they want the best eight teams, I believe, in Des Moines. 
Um, and I, I think they really did a good job of splitting everybody up. I mean, us and Winfield, Mount Union, Linville, Sully, um, Madrid, North Lynn, you know, a lot of these teams we could have, you know, are not that far away from each other where we could have had to match up, but I think they did a good job of keeping people away from each other and, and then seeing what happens. And hopefully we get the top eight teams in Des Moines to play in March. Well, uh, it's going to be exciting. Uh, I know you don't have a lot of time. Is there anything else you wanted to say before we let you go? No, that sounds pretty good. I just hope the Eagles can keep this thing rolling. Me too. Well, thanks for being with us. Yep, no problem.